0: Hey, it's Sunny Days. I am the co-host and co-creator of Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Listen, I am a podcast her, okay? H-E-R, an activist, a thought leader, pin pusher, and lover of poodles. And I'm Lisa Davis, MPH. I am a lover of social justice, healthy living, dogs. And I love being the co-host and co-creator of Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Now is the time for honest, unfiltered conversations, for authentic voices and their stories and for connection. Join us as we confront the moment head on with this podcast. It is passionate. It is real as lives behind the headlines. Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. And listen, it goes beyond the likes, the retweets, and the hashtags, making space for the vital dialogue necessary for racial justice. And now, on to the show. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, so glad you're listening to Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Today, we're going to be talking about hope. And hope is more than just wishing, it takes action. We're going to be talking about this with the wonderful Douglas Abrams. He wrote a book with Jane Goodall, uh, The Book of Hope, Jane Goodall and Douglas Abrams with Gail Hudson, A Survival Guide for Trying Times. Douglas Abrams is a New York Times bestselling co-author of The Book of Joy, Lasting Happiness in a Changing World with His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, the first book in the Global Icon Series. Douglas is also the founder and president of Idea Architects, a literary agency and media development company helping visionaries to create a wiser, healthier, and more just world. Douglas, welcome to Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag.
1: It's so great to be with you.
0: It is so nice to have you on. So one of the reasons that Sonny, who couldn't be here today, unfortunately, um, we created this show because we still have hope that we can have a better world and a world without racism. And and it's hard and it's challenging, but we do the work. And one of the things that I took away from the book is the work and the action that goes into hope. And mm-hmm. you asked Jane about her definition of hope, it had to do with being prepared to work hard hope
1: can sound kind of passive to people you know let's hope for the best and um and so what was fascinating working with jane is realizing that hope is something that is requires action. It's actually real hope requires you to get your hands dirty and get into the, the fray and to make a difference in your own life or in the world. Um, and I think what you're doing with the with the radio program, I mean, is an example of that. Um, and hope, I mean, there are so many fascinating things, you know, to, to learn about hope. One, that hope is a social gift. It's something we give to one another. Um, that was really fascinating to, to realize that, you know, nobody gets there by themselves. Um, and ultimately, um, hope has these, these fundamental components. It's, a uh, it requires goals. It requires pathways to reach those goals. It requires a sense of agency or confidence that we can get there. And it requires social support, um, uh, because we don't get there by ourselves, but ultimately realizing that hope is a survival trait that is you know, kind of deep in our species and without which we perish. that was just blew my mind.
0: Yeah. It was so interesting when you were looking at talking about the indomitable nature of humans, but also the indomitable nature of animals. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I I think that, you know, first of all, one of the things that Jane has helped us realize is there's uh, that the incredible interconnection of life, you know, there's no, there's no animals without plants. There's no flora with, you know, fauna without flora. Um, And that, you know, I asked Jane, you know, like, do animals have hope? And she said, well, think about your dog at the door waiting for you to come home. You know, that's a version of hope, you know, so animals do have hope. Animals do have this, you know, Jane helped us realize animals have emotions. They have they experience pain. They have personalities. Um, So those are that was some of Jane's pioneering research. But This is the first book where she looks at the most interesting, complicated animal on earth called homo sapiens, (laughs) humans, and helps us to understand what is it in our nature that is hopeful. um, And that we can, how we can actually develop that hope in ourselves uh, and what's hopeful about the world that, uh, that we face.
0: Yeah, you know, in the book, you you talk about four reasons for hope, amazing human intellect, the resilience of nature, the power of young people, indomitable human spirit. So I know we don't have a lot of time, but I just took some quotes or things that move me out of each chapter.
1: Wonderful.
0: You asked Jane so many incredible questions. And one of my favorites is how do we evolve into a better, more compassionate, more peaceful creatures? And she said, we need a new universal moral code. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, this was really super interesting. And actually, her belief that we are evolving morally and spiritually was super interesting. You know, to, to go to a scientist like Jane, uh, a naturalist uh, who studied the nat- you know the natural world, and to see her talk about how we are evolving uh, over time. And it's so easy to get discouraged and, you know, look at the, the political cycle or the economic quarterly cycle and be like, ah, everything, you know, the unemployment's up or, you know, like we can't seem to get our partisan politics together and forget that long history of all of our ancestors who have led us to this moment and gotten us here. And the the ev- evolution of that human consciousness and that moral development that's happening over time has been just, uh, you know, like if you think about it, 100 years ago, um, women couldn't vote. You know, right. 100 years ago, I mean, you know, 100, less than 200 years ago, we thought that slavery was morally justifiable. You know, um, I mean, so like it's, it's it, you know, as, as I had the privilege of working with uh, on the Book of Ho- uh, the Book of Joy with the Dal- Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu. And as Archbishop Tutu says, it takes us time to become human. And right. that is you know, an important reminder that um, you know this moral code that we're striving for, this ethos, which is fundamentally nothing different than the world's religions, and you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, um, is something that we are morally, spiritually growing into.
0: Yeah, I know. Sometimes I think this is like the worst time ever. My husband's super into history. He goes, "No, hon, let me tell you something. It doesn't <laughs> diminish the hell that we're in." Yeah, let's talk about the resilience of nature. Jane said uh, resilience of nature gives her hope. And I totally get that as a nature lover. People listen to the show. No, I live in a town that's a third conservation land. I'm in the woods and I'm outdoors as often Mm. as possible. You guys talked about echo grief. And Jane was saying that that's something she feels quite often and perhaps more intensely than others. Tell us a little bit about uh, echo grief. Or eco-grief, I should say. Yeah, Echo eco-grief. I <laughs> meant <I'm> <laughs> eco. Yeah,
1: it's fine. It's um, basically the, the sense of grief that we experience for the loss of place, um, the right. loss of the natural world of, of animals and plants and, and places that we love. And um, I think that, you know, one of the really powerful things that I learned about hope in re- working on this book is the importance of grief and that actually hope is not about the denial of the loss and the you know what the despair that we feel. Um, it's about embracing that and going through that and recognizing that you know the depth of our grief is the depth of our love, and that when we grieve together collectively, we're able to then turn that grief into action and do something about it, and that that's uh, really powerful. I mean, I think you know, whatever your beliefs about the politics, you know, that, you know, that we need to be active in that election cycle, you know, that hopelessness that we're, you know, becomes self-fulfilling without a hope. There is no hope as Jane says. And so we need to, both have the hope that that we can win the day and create a more just and uh, and uh, kind of united society. And then we need to work for it. We can't just leave it as, you know, there are three things we do when we're facing the future. We either fantasize, you know, we either, you know, which is totally ungrounded and unrealistic, or we dwell, which is where we worry about all the things that are happening and ruminate on them, but do nothing, or we hope. And hope is fundamentally about seeing goals Finding pathways to get those go to those goals, finding a sense of agency and confidence that we can take those pathways and reach those goals, and then ultimately calling on the social support that helps us in those times of diversity and to realize those goals. Um, So it's a much more grounded, you know. It's like it's so easy to go from denial to despair, and whether you're waking up about the climate crisis or you're discouraged about the political realities, you can go from denying it all to be despairing about it all. But neither of those solves the problem. It's really only in the middle where hope lives that we're actually able to see the challenges that we face soberly and realistically and then do something about them.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. The reason number three, the power of young people. And how did Jane start working with young people? I know when you only have a few minutes left, but I, I sure. just love when she talks about how young people are filled with energy and how they're doing these things. And it's it's really yeah. inspiring. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think that the young people recognize the challenges that we face. They're willing to make the sacrifice. They realize that it's their world that they're inheriting um, and that they're not going to have a a habitable world if they don't uh, rise to the occasion. Um, Jane has been working in 68 countries to uh, work with young people. um, And really, it's kind of like the Jane generation. And I think you see with Greta and you see with this next generation that they're Willing to wake us up and we need to join our children and grandchildren hand in hand and recognize that we want to be the kind of ancestors and the kind of parents and grandparents that our children will will appreciate the, the changes that we've made and the difference that we made for them.
0: Absolutely. I brought up the indomitable human spirit earlier. That's reason number four. I love that you asked Jane her definition of spirit. And she says, my energy force and inner strength that comes from my sense that I am connected to the great spiritual power that I feel so strongly, especially when I'm in nature. I also thought this was interesting in this in this section, uh, quote, disaster and danger can bring out the best in people. She was yeah. talking about living through World War II. If you can, and we only have a few minutes left, and I, I, really want you to come back. I have so much more, but I know I have to let you go. Tell <laughs> us a little great. bit about this. <laughs>
1: great. Um, well, I, I think that you know the the you you know Jane lived through World War II, and you know she was talking about Winston Churchill, and you know we'll fight them in the streets, we'll fight them on the beaches, and you know that spirit of uh, of strength uh, that is called forth in us in the face of adversity. Um, whether it's illness or crisis, and you know we we have this false belief that life should be a kind of un- unending yoga class, and everything should just be peaceful and fine and actually it's the challenges that sculpt our soul. Um, my dad, um, who died while we were working on this book, had this I'm beautiful sorry. thing that he thank you that he said you know when he had a brain injury a number of years ago and we were saying it's so I'm so sorry you had this terrible experience. He said, no, no, it's all part of my curriculum. And this wonderful recognition that that suffering and adversity is actually that's part of the human program. Um, that's what life on planet Earth is about. That's, you know, trauma and adversity is how we You know, we know ourselves and know the world and that and rise to the occasion and become, you know, the greatest generation was only the greatest generation because they faced the greatest challenge um, to democracy that had ever been uh, created. And we will need to become the greatest generations to face the challenges we face now. But we can be called by our times to our greatness and create the world that our children and grandchildren need.
0: Douglas, you're amazing. Tell us everywhere where we can find this book, The Book of Hope, Jane Goodall and Douglas Abrams with Gail Hudson, a survival guide for trying times, and also where to find you on social media.
1: Sure. So um, The Book of Hope is available wherever, bookstores, uh, wherever books are sold in your independent booksellers online. Um, in celebration of the launch of The Book of Hope, uh, Jane helped us create a global hope summit Um which is free for anyone in the world and if people go to hopesummit2021.com they can participate in the global hope summit here jane talking about hope here lots of other incredible luminaries talking about hope um if you want to find out more about um the work we do at idea architects in the global icon series help us pick the next global icons to work with uh you can reach out to us at ideaarchitects.com Uh, and join us in our movement to create uh, life-changing, world-changing books and media.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and family. This is really important, and we want to get the word out. So glad that you're listening. Please keep coming back. Also, follow us on Instagram at activeallyship.podcast. Thank you so much.